Hello, and welcome to Melanated Homeschooling Families podcast, a safe place for Melanated families and homeschoolers, business owners, and overcomers to come together to connect, communicate, support, and introduce you to some amazing Melanated families from all over the world that homeschool and more. I'm your co-host, Simone Nopal from Hardy and Free, and today we're going to talk about living a non-toxic life with my husband and life partner, Jack Nopal. We will discuss why making the switch is so impactful and how we can embrace it with our young children. You might remember today's guest from our first episode, Jack Nofel. He is a retired Army officer with a passion for teaching leadership development to young men and women. He is going to share with us his experience of what it was like to live with somebody who was making this drastic change in their life and if he ever jumped on board. Let's jump right in. Welcome again, Jack. So glad to have you here today. Why don't you share a little bit about yourself for the audience members who may not know about you? Thanks for having me again. I'm happy to be back. And a little bit about me is I just retired from the U.S. Army. I was a medical officer. I, I worked on leadership for the last 13 years, I'd say, and developing it and just having mentors and mentees. And yeah, it's totally different when you have a kid that you're not a mentor but you are a mentor and a teacher and everything that leadership has and parents have it's all kind of like a whole bundle of leadership I guess guidance mm, yeah so um the topic that I wanted to dive in today um I got a lot of questions on um Instagram about this um about making the switch to a more conscious way of living a non-toxic life or a plant-based life um however you want to go about saying it um, the, the gist here is that when we know that there's changes that can be made or we know that there's alternatives um, to the things that we use in our life or, the, or what we do in our life, um, we know there's alternatives, but how do we actually take that leap of faith and kind of switch over our life? like how do we make that change and then how does that change last and for me and and personally i made the changes kind of cold turkey like very quickly um and you witnessed that and so i want to share a little bit about my story on why i started living a non-toxic life and then i want to hear from you on how it was living with me through that moment witnessing my journey and then how your journey was affected by that so sound good let's go all right so um, I started switching over in about 2019 is when I started. I pretty much just trashed all of my hair products, my skin products, um, and cleaning products that had chemicals in it and were not plant-based derived. And for me, that was a change that I started, again, like during pregnancy, and um, it just lasted. I saw the effects that it had on my body. My skin changed. Um, I, I felt like my mood was more stable. And so these changes that are, um, that were happening within me, I wanted it to last. And so for me, that was the first step and it was a pretty easy one just to be able to, you know, go into the store and look for, you know, laundry detergent or dish soap that, um, you know, they have those in the big chain stores and you can find them at Safeway, at Publix, at Kroger, at Fred Meyer, all these places that are easily accessible for most people. And so if you're looking to make that change in your life and you want to live a more non-toxic life, that it's actually like, know that it's actually easy. It's not very difficult. And um, financial wise, it's a pretty comparable price from using these chemicals and these cleaners and these products that have so much toxins in them. And a lot of these toxins 
when you read the ingredient label and if you start getting into that habitually i i read labels all the time it's a second nature for me and so when you start looking at these labels you can google on your phone or whatever or use whatever search engine and look up what they are and where they came from how they were made and what effects they have on the body and so a lot of these ingredients on cleaning products skincare hair care are actually linked to increased cancer rates and so they have carcinogens in these products that um, we use directly on our skin and one thing that i share often with my with my community and with my clients is that it takes only 26 seconds for something to absorb into your skin before it gets into your blood system and affects you and so you know cleaning products like again cleaning products skin products hair products are all things that we can make um, simple and easy changes and so you know that that's where i would recommend anybody start and so well i'll pause there on my personal story and ask you you know what do you use now or did, how 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 was that when you were experiencing me trashing certain products and um, especially when it came to cleaning products like laundry detergent and dish soap like how was that experience and do you actually like the alternatives like the plant-based alternatives it's funny because i just had this conversation with a friend yesterday and he's going through the same thing where his girlfriend is throwing out stuff and uh, putting more natural stuff into their house and products so for me i did not like it at all when it first happened i was so uh, upset that you're throwing out all this stuff and we could give it to soldiers and stuff like that obviously hindsight we knew that and at, at the end we actually did that with a lot of our food when we switched over so it wasn't more about that it was more about like it just disappeared overnight <laughs> and uh the products didn't matter to me a little bit it was like oh i missed my certain lotion because i just got used to being having a certain lotion for 10 years and then i realized oh this is not great and then you gave me a new one and I was like, oh, this is better actually. And it felt better. So finding a product that I actually liked and knowing it was better definitely kept me on board. And then that goes through all of them from my deodorant, knowing that it had um, metals in it and was not good for me. And then switching over to something that's non-toxic, it just became second nature then. But at first it was a very hard bump in the road. And at first it was not like a bump. It felt like a hurricane happening. But now I look back, I'm like, oh, it was just a little bump in the road, right? Changing over just these products because then we had to go through food and all these other uh, products that have a lot of toxic chemicals. So yeah, it was hard at first, but I knew that you're doing the right thing. It was the best thing for our family. And knowing that we had a newborn at home really was just like, all right, I need to make these changes because I knew the system has been rigged to let Americans make whatever product they want without any um, real regulations and boundaries. Like they really, they'll say they have regulations, but they don't, they just do whatever they want in America. And you know, that's kind of sucks, but it is what it is. And there is a lot of great products out there and now I'm a lot happier. Yeah. And that kind of, you know, brings up another point of um, in, in the United States, compared to Europe or a lot of countries, um, even in Asia, that the approval list of what what the FDA actually can approve versus what they, um, you know, will ban, our list here in the United States is far, far, far more extensive and longer than the list in Europe. So here in the United States, there might be a list of 10 banned, you know, 
chemicals or ways to put in products versus in Europe, there's like a list of like a hundred things that are banned. And so, you know, start asking yourself that if you're listening and you, you're um, a citizen of the United States and start asking yourself, like, why do we allow, you know, certain chemicals or synthetics into our products and our food and, and other countries don't like what, what's it, what's up with that? And where does that come from? You know, start asking those questions because, um, you know, those are all, it's all part of our daily lives. Everything that we come encounter with um, can be done better, um, you know, to some degree. And so that kind of brings us over into the food, right? So the non-toxic way of living also is a, the, one of the most important parts, in my opinion, is our food. I kind of mentioned this in the last episode of like, you know, food is medicine. And so what we put into our bodies, especially when it's food, um, is so important. And so there's, there's this, this constant um, back and forth when, for me, when I'm in the grocery store or at restaurants, what it comes to reading labels and finding an alternative to the things that either I grew up with or that I've grown to love throughout my life and trying to find an alternative that might not have those chemicals in it. And so what is it like for you shopping, um, shopping at the store when you know that, you know, your wife is very adamant about uh, certain labels or certain ingredients and labels like how does that how does that feel for you well I mean again having our son helps because it's like you don't go there with you in mind it's more of a selfless like hey I want him to have the healthiest foods he can have and the ways to do that are to eliminate all those toxic chemicals that they put in food so to me it's super easy I'm like hey most of my foods coming from the produce section we're going to be where everything's raw and we can just pick it out ourselves and there's a whole organic section there. So that's super easy. And then it's funny because as, as you're going through the grocery store, you hit those aisles where it'll be like health food. Well, if health food's here, then what's the rest of the store for, right? It's just like, and I'm sure people have seen memes and stuff like that about the same uh, topic, but it's serious. Uh, there's a whole health section and organic foods. So what's the rest of the foods? Artificial, artificial flavors, chemically made, GMOs, just stuff that's not good for the human body. And it's causing a lot of problems in the human body. I was going to say children, but everybody, actually, it's not just us. So going now, it's, it's nice to be awake and be like, wow, holy crap, I don't need most of this stuff on in, in this grocery store. And now I look right past all this stuff. So it's like if I'm going down a cookie and chips aisle, super easy to just walk right past all of that and not even want it. Mm -hmm. So and, and then if you want snacks, of course, there's organic snacks that are you know, gluten-free with less chemicals, more natural. And those snacks taste actually better than the ones that are old because the old ones now, I if I eat it, it's like, oh man, what am I eating? My teeth feel it. Like I just, my body feels worse when I'm eating it. And when I'm eating the healthy stuff, my body is like, all right, this is good. And a lot of times it may be like, oh, I'm still hungry, <laughs> but I definitely know my body is at least taking it and using all the nutrients it can. Yeah. And what's your, I, I love, um, we've talked about this before, and I would love for you to share here with um, everybody listening is um, why do you choose organic? Like what's up with organic and why should people try their best to pick the organic version? All right. There's, there's so many ups and downs with organic. You, you could read so many things because, you know, journalists aren't accountable anymore. They could just write whatever they want. So there's going to be people that you're going to read and they're going to say organic is fake and you don't need it. But if you look into like the whole farming and agriculture of it, organic has 
five to 10 pesticides overall. And it can even have less than that, right? So that's, it seems like a lot, right? But then you go to non-organic and it has anywhere from 50 to 70 different types of or, uh, pesticides sprayed on it. That's a ton. That's way more. And then what, what you're getting with those extra 40, 50 pesticides are other chemicals that we just don't know what they are. We don't know what the farmers are using. And as we've seen in the last couple of years with Roundup, all of a sudden Roundup's the worst thing in the world causing cancer. And you, if you have that directly onto your food, what do you think that's going to do directly to the body? It's, it definitely cannot go and be beneficial for the body. So again, organic, you know, at least you're getting less pesticides. At least for me, that's how I feel. I feel like I eat organic because I don't want those extra chemicals sprayed on there. And I think maybe consciously people were growing it with intention of being organic, of being in a better area, of maybe better soil. I don't know. But I just like to think that way, that it isn't grown intentionally and a little bit better and not sprayed and genetically modified at all. Yeah. And I think that's even a good point too, about like, you know, we've lost connection with our food source yeah. um, as a society and in humanity, we've lost touch with that. So, you know, think about your great, great, great grandparents, they were growing their own food in their gardens and, or they knew the farmer up the street or the family up the street that were growing, you know, tomatoes and onions and, but they were growing berries. So they swapped, you know, and there's, there is a sense of connection with our food source. And so if you can get close, the closer you can get to your food source, the better. So if you're able to shop at farmer's markets, instead of these big chain grocery stores, then do that. If you're able to, you know, go to actually the location of where the farm is and say, Hey, do you guys have a farm stand? A lot of farms um, you know, they'll have farm stands at the beginning of their property where you can go up and they can have their um, abundance, their extra, you know, produce or their extra harvest out there for you to be able to pick up right there at their farm. Get to know the farmers in, in your area and like be, try to connect with that community. Go to the farmers markets on the weekends or during the week, whatever it is for your area. Um, because the closer that we can get to the food source, the better. And those farmers will tell you exactly how they grow their food and they love talking about it. That's their passion. They love what they do. And so you can learn more about your food and where it's coming from instead of like Jack was mentioning, you know, being in this monocrop field and getting sprayed by pesticides on a daily basis. These are the things that we have to stop, have to, have to start thinking about because it really does affect our, our bodies on a physiological level, on a mental level and a spiritual level. Because again, with this perspective of holistic health and holistic wellness, we really have to think that it, everything is connected even within ourselves as an individual person. And so if we're eating something that has pesticides or chemicals in it, and that's going into our blood system, that's going into our brains, how does that affect then our hormone production in our brains and our brain functioning? And those things all impact our mental health. And so if you're listening here and you're struggling with your mental health, think about the little things in your life that can change the habits that you're doing on a daily basis that can change that will impact your mental health. So if you've tried different things and you're like, oh, I'm still stuck in this, in this funk or I have anxiety or whatever it is, and you've tried all these things, like think smaller, you know, think that we're the small things that I can change. And so what if a slight change in the way you eat can have a huge impact on your mental health? Think about no longer eating regular produce and only buying organic produce. So that's fruits and vegetables, just that one change in that one category of food. What if just that can change your entire life? And so I think that's something that I want to throw out to the audience right now is just like the simple changes that we can make 
to switch over to a non-toxic life can be a gradual process. You know, it doesn't have to be like how I am kind of extreme and just, you know, cold turkey everything overnight. It could be where like, okay, in the month of January, we're going to switch all of our cleaning products. The month of February, we're going to clean all of our skin, you know, hygienic products, like our shampoo, our conditioner, our soaps, you know, and gradually do that. And that's what I love to do with my clients and the work that I do is so awesome is because everybody is different. And so to cater to one person or one family's needs is going to be different than the other. So one plan I might have for a client might be switching up their things on a weekly basis because they can do that and it's attainable for them versus another person could be on a monthly basis. And so just, you know, take a moment, you can pause this right now or think, reflect back after you listen to this and like, what are those gradual small step changes that you can make? Can you commit to making a change every month? If so, then write that out. Say that. Say that to your partner or your kids that, okay, in the month of February, we're clearing out all of the canned food in our pantry and we're going to switch it to organics. We can, you guys can donate it to food banks, or whatever you feel is right for you and what's aligned for you. However, just make those small changes. I also want to add, um, I know we're talking about more produce and vegetables because we have a high plant-based diet more in our family, but I do eat meat. And so the grass-fed beef has all those vitamins, all the nutrients still in it. So you're still getting all the good stuff. And a lot of the meat that you get at the grocery store, guess what? It's injected with all kinds of stuff. It's treated bad. So if you're eating food that is being mistreated, separate from their family, especially mammals, like cows they have feelings so you think those feelings don't go into that meat and then the hormones go into that meat and then they eat corn and crap that they don't normally eat and it's just not going to be good meat that you're going to eat right so a lot of times what they're saying is you're not getting the proper protein you're not getting the proper nutrients that meat normally gives you and so when you go back and get the grass-fed beef it tastes different it tastes healthier happier cows make happier meat makes a happier belly after you eat it so that's just something to think about. And as I added meat back into my diet after two years of not really eating meat, every time I eat something that's grass fed or organic, it feels way better. And I don't really eat chicken or pork, but I do eat beef. And I could tell you that I, t I could feel a huge, huge difference doing that. And what, what is that difference? Like, why should people try going for grass fed beef instead of like the, the regular kind like what what's the actual difference that you feel is it like their energy levels is it your oh, food quality yeah, like what is everything it? so for me right away and Simone could testify to this that when I eat grass-fed beef I feel like this surge go through me of just energy I feel so good my body was craving it I don't eat it often but when I do it's just my body is getting that iron it's getting the protein it's getting all the stuff that it, it was needing and I could just feel that now if I eat something that's not so healthy of meat and it's not organic, not grass-fed. I don't feel anything. I feel sluggish, and I feel like my body is taking so much time to break it down, mm -hmm. and it does take hours on end. And instead, that grass-fed beef feels like it's just my body's going right through it. I'm still hungry. I'm just like, wow, that, that was great surge of energy, and it was just yeah, night and day difference. Yeah, and I, I think you brought up a good point that I want to um, make here too with with everything that is non-toxic it's going to be absorbed in your body way quicker and faster um and and then be able to also eliminate from your body faster and so when you're using things with chemicals 
it's like almost gets trapped in your body. And in order for it to get out, you have to detox by either fasting or taking, you know, some detox teas or supplements. And so it's like, what can we do? How can we help our bodies to be able to move through the elimination process, whether it's, like I said, through sweat or urine, feces, like whatever it is that we're doing to eliminate our elimination system is so important for our bodies. What comes in needs to come out. So when it comes in and it stays in, that stagnancy, that, that stuck feeling is going to affect your whole entire system. It's going to affect, like I said, that that leaky gut can, when, when things are stuck in our system, it, it will go into our blood system. You know, when we put our, when we put things on our skin, it's going to, it's going to stay there. And so like, how can we help our bodies do what they're naturally meant to do? And that's going back to natural ways of living, you know, natural soaps, natural foods, things that our great, great, great grandparents were doing and eating. That was what is meant for our biology and our physiology. And so getting back to that natural way of living and leaving behind the chemicals, leaving behind the synthetics, um, to me is just so imperative to uh, happiness and to health through and through. I agree. Yeah. I mean, being intentional overall just makes you feel better. Just knowing that you're putting in the effort to be intentional with all the products, all the food, makes you overall feel better now is there a bunch of junk food and junk that says organic yeah but you you'll go through those waters yourself and um you know talk to friends and figure out which ones are the best ones for you and and test them out i mean i think that's a big thing too is we tested out so many products you have to test the things out it's like restarting over and you can make it fun also so when you're starting over it's like all right now i'm gonna find this new thing i like to eat i like to find a new lotion that i use or hair product or so on and so forth right it's it, it's actually can be fun and at the end it's like you go to the store and your mind is totally different it's like wow i don't even see all the, the junk in the synthetic crap i see all the healthy stuff that is available and now that pops out and so it is a little bit fun and teaching destin our son is absolutely makes it better so if you're a father or a husband out there take your kids go to the store and explain to them why you're buying things and if you're giving them fruity pebbles say for breakfast one day and now you realize about red red 40 dye and all the dyes that are in there that are bad for them go find something that's maybe similar and you want to stick to cereals that's fine there's organic gluten-free whatever you want is out there now and available and explain to your kids as you're buying it I think that's a great way to do it. I I know when we take Destin, we're always telling him, hey, check this out. This is why we're buying it because it's actually healthier for your body and your body's going to be thankful for it once you eat it and absorb it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a great point of like making it fun because it really can be like we were um, a big thing for us was the dairy alternatives. So when we first stopped um, consuming dairy, and we had, you know, we had to find a different milk, we had to find different yogurt, we had to find different cream or different cheese. So there, and there's a lot of plant-based alternatives, but like, how do you to choose just one? And that was part of the fun. It was like, okay, we've tried probably at least eight different types of um, plant-based milks. And so we finally find our, our favorite one. And you know, what happens if that favorite one isn't on the shelf? And like, then you experiment and you find a different one. And that could be fun. Like even for your children, like it could be a game, like, okay, we're going to pick out you get to pick today which you know alternative you're going to do is it going to be this one or this one and you bring them to the store and like you said make it fun because it is a, a really great learning opportunity instead of 
you know telling our kids oh this is just good for you like explain why or explain why the what they were eating isn't good for them like what does it actually do to their bodies like i love um this chart that i created and i share with my clients but i also i think my son is now ready for it right like you would say destin's ready to learn like why which foods are good for us like is it good for your heart is it good for your brain is it good for your bone density like what in particular is it that we want to give our children and why do we not pick the other version and so i think that will help especially if you have children who have already been eating a certain type of way that you might want to um get away from like to help them understand why you're making this change is to be able to actually communicate and explain to them what's going on in their bodies and why they should do it and you know if they like certain things like if they if your children are athletes tell them that like like you'll be able to run faster you'll be able to jump higher like whatever it is because your your you know your bones are going to be stronger if you eat this instead of you know these fruit snacks that are full of all these diets are like, you know, you'll be able to have a calm body or you'll be able to focus on the things that you love to do better because your, your body is going to be stronger. And so try to get more specific, try to be um, just very honest on what the process is that you're going through because change for anybody can be difficult, especially for children who may not have a voice, uh, you know, a voice in your family as much as you do. Um, to be able to really include them and, and educate them on these things. And I think one last thing um, is when you include the kids, you're going to see that they tend to find the ones that are actually healthier. Dustin always, when we offer options, and this is another thing when you're changing, offer options. So don't be at dinner or lunch or breakfast and be like, this is what you got to eat, eat it or else. Because now you're changing your whole diet for the family. All right. So it's, it's good to have multiple options. Say if it's berries and oatmeal, Maybe, hey, if you don't want oatmeal, then we can make you eggs, right? Because we still eat eggs, and we, we try to get ones from the farm if we can. Otherwise, we still look for uh, free-range organic eggs, too. So, uh, yeah, you're going to see that the kids really end up eating the healthier stuff, and they seem to love the best version of it, too. It's mm-hmm. with, with our milk, it was Dustin wouldn't drink a lot of it, and then we watched um, – YouTube explaining on um, which milks are the best, right? And or or non-dairy milks. Mm-hmm. And when we switched to the one that they recommended as the number one, he started drinking milk all the time. He loved it. I did too. I was just like, wow, this is so much better. And you find out there's like pea protein, magnesium, vitamin D, all these other great vitamins inside of there. So it's a lot of fun to watch your kids change their diet and pick what they think is their favorite because you're going to find out if it's their favorite, it's probably going to become your favorite too. So it's a lot of fun and fathers and husbands out there or fathers and yeah, husbands uh, have fun with it. Don't uh, let moms, wives just take over and do it themselves. I, I think at first that gave me anxiety and made it not as fun for me once I got involved and actually was doing the grocery shopping or going and doing other things like getting the lotions and uh, hygiene products uh, it was way better and made me feel I was involved in the change with my family yeah because there was actually quite a few things that you went and got on your own that I had no idea like um, I think your deodorant was one of them your toothpaste like you found the plant-based um, versions of it and you know that's just so for me comforting on these versions because um you know, it's really, it's really nice to be able to know that we're also helping not only our bodies and ourselves, but also the planet, because a lot of times using those chemicals and synthetics, it's just seeping into like, where do you think it goes when you're done? It's going also into the soil, into our ground, like all these things, like 
don't just disappear like they're still here and so if you're able to get the eco-friendly version on it's usually also going to be non-toxic and so it's going to be non-toxic for you and for the planet which and you know families just be intentional with everything and look into it don't be afraid to slow down at the stores when you're buying things look at ingredients and a good thing that simone taught me when we were doing the change and she was learning was look for products that have less ingredients let's stick to under 10 ingredients and you're going to find out when it has less ingredients it's always a little bit more natural more organic anyway so if you start doing that it's going to be a great habit and it will lead you to success good luck with your changes yeah see you guys next time yes thank you for sharing that that's the that's probably the best practical tip here is if the ingredient label has less than 10 or less than five things it's probably good to go um and just like he said get in the habit of reading those labels so Thank you guys again for being here and listening to us share, and we'll see you guys next time. CTRmedianetwork.com sponsors Melanated Homeschooling Show and Podcast. CTR Media Network is a marketing and podcasting network that reaches 350 million global listeners in over 40 countries. CTR Media Network specializes in helping entrepreneurs and podcasters grow and maximize their visibility. In addition, CTR Media Network provides access to impactful positive media and content designed to help you walk into your purpose while positively impacting the world with good. Go to ctrmedianetwork.com today to learn more. Thank you so much, CTR Media Network, Dr. Tina Ramsey, along with the staff of CTR Media Network and all of the podcasters that have programs featured on CTR Media Network. I'm Kim Jacobs, the host of The Kim Jacobs Show, and we're bringing balance to the world one household at a time. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to be associated with Dr. Tina Ramsey and her program with CTR Media Network. They go over and beyond the call of duty and do exceptionally well when it comes to the podcasters. I'm saying things that are like, ooh, mind-blowing. They are exceeding our expectations, and I cannot be more grateful and more thankful. So I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you for all of your professionalism, your consideration, going the extra mile to make sure that your podcasters have what we need to be able to have a thriving program and to get exposed to over 350 million households, 46 countries. I am excited to be a part of CTR Media Network and I don't take it for granted. Thank you, Dr. Tina Ramsey, for all that you do. God bless you. Welcome to The Homeschooling Magazine, a magazine that embraces and celebrates the entire homeschooling experience. Our magazine is different from all the rest because we provide beneficial information and assistance in homeschooling, business, wellness, mental health resources, and life. We encourage you to pick up a copy of our magazine today by going to issues.com for digital and printed form on amazon.com. The Homeschooling Magazine is all about impacting the world through home-based learning, helping to de-stress the homeschooling experience. Get your copy today.